As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hallo und hallo und willkommen in so einer weiteren Episode von Humans Hollow by News. Ich bin Larry Yelling, man. And I'm Bethany Turner. Wir haben heute einen guten Wurf für Sie. Warum ist das, Britannien? Well, Larry, that's because today we've got the Ginger Snaps live and in studio. Oh, ich liebe es, Amy, da wir so haben. Aber warte, was ist die andere Stimme, die ich höre? Dick, Dickhole? I <laughs> is this where I talk? Read the script. I yes. don't. I don't see German in the script. <laughs> oh God! Um, it's me, William. Hey. Oh, there it is! Oh. Holy shit! I didn't go down far enough. <laughs> oh, well hey, now. Hey, William. We get it's dear. Um, um, I too like the sound of music and Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> Genial! Und wie geht es dir, Amy? I'm great, but um, because of all the shouting and screaming, I happen to have just shit my pants a little. <laughs> and I would ask for a minute to like go clean it up, but I'm kind of comfortable. Frau, das so horrible. Lasst uns direkt in die Geschichtsnein tauchen. Ich werde den virtuellen Würfel würfeln und uns sehen, wer Surs geht. One bis two for Britannian, three bis four for Amy, five bis six for William, and seven bis eight for Mick. Bork, bork, bork. No, no, that's Swedish. <laughs> I know, and I was weird doing act. And we have... Eina? Five. Fünf. I think it's fünf. 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 Eins, zwei, drei, vier, fünf, sechs, sieben, acht, neun, zehn, elf, zwölf. I've gone too far. Dreizehn, vierzehn, fünfzehn, sechzehn, achtzehn, neunzehn... Sponsig! I, I do like sexing. Have I woken well, up in a Nazi universe? <laughs> I love Hey, this not show. all Germans are Nazis. Most Nazis speak English these true, days. True. But all white uh-huh. people are racist. Well I think I think Bethany's got a point. I think most most Nazis actually speak American nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> At least the ones Except in America. For that guy. That guy that we were talking about. Donald Trump? The the, the British Donald Trump guy. We'll get to that. Oh, anyway, oh, we William. have to talk about that. <laughs> oh, no. Later. 
William, your story. You have one. Read it. You know how people say that all hipsters look the same? Do they? Oh, oh, do they? I mean, they do. They do. I hate hipsters, so I think that they all look same. So there was recently an MIT technology review article that they published based on a study from Brandeis University. And the study basically showed like that it's actually true. And that people when people try to be non-conforming, what they actually do is like they end up conforming to each other. And so then they get an angry email from this dude and he's all like, well, we can just read exactly what he said to them. This is going to be good. Basically, he saw himself in a picture, in the picture, in the article, with his stupid little hat and his little um, plaid shirt. You know, he looks all disaffected. And so he emails them and he's all like, You used a heavily edited Getty image of me for your recent bit of clickbait. Actually, I don't even want to read the whole thing. He's just like, you know, getting all mad at them. And then it turns out, actually, it wasn't even him. And he thought it was him because all hipsters look. He had a beard as well, didn't he? He did. Yes. I don't know. I can't tell men apart. They all look the same and they talk too much. <laughs> he, he did have a beard. <laughs> it's a beard. It's the hipster beard. They all look the same. And apparently they all have egos. <laughs> well, everybody has an ego, but. No, not me. I'm perfect. Uh, okay. I don't have a God complex. I am God. <laughs> no, I'm Jesus. It's different. Jesus Christ. So yeah, that's a really short one. It's that's true. what she said. They Lol. all look the same. Honestly, hipsters do have small dicks. <laughs> but they would like it to be known that they had small dicks before it was popular. <laughs> they had the first small dick. <laughs> they only have small. Oh, you dicks, are the small dick people opposers. We've had this conversation. I vehemently disagree. <laughs> I, I I I agree with you that like there are some that are different, but I mean there's even like statistics and data that like the vast majority of them are about the same. Well, they're about the same length, but they're not like the same. They're they're oh, all... okay. I know what you mean. Welcome to Human Tolerant Dicks. I'm your host, Larry Yelling Man. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not all dicks. It well, and I'll make you the fucking headline news. Uh-oh. An ex-pastor decided to take the metaphor of bleeding people dry very literally. The former con woman who appeared on Oprah because we are living in the darkest timeline <laughs> was giving a speech about how people should love two other pastors, even though they were able to scam or uh, persuade their parishioners to pay for their $1.8 million home, 250k roof repair, and a 200,000 Lamborghini Urus or Urukai or whatever. I'm sorry, I got off track. The walking pile of horse manure was giving her 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 speech when she goes off on a short but bizarre tirade. I cut people. I got a knife right in that pocketbook, local news station. Come on. We done went through this. I'm still here. And guess who else is still going to be here? And then she pointed to the other scumbags. She actually got applause for this. Wow. Ha 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 ha. I'm going to stab, stab. Uh, I'm just practicing my stabbing. Ha ha. I need to practice my stabbing. Ha ha. Ha ha. Seriously, it's like that character jumped out of my screen and got a Jesus addiction or something. Oh, no. The only thing scarier than a psycho robot is a psycho robot who uh, believes in Jesus. Oh, wait, they already had that in Futurama. They did? Yeah, well, they it, wasn't so much be- it wasn't so much Jesus, but they did have the, uh, the Church Robot. of Robotology. Yeah, and Robot Hell. With Which ro- was with, real. With a robot devil. Who would have thought yeah. hell was real and it was in New Jersey? <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> I don't remember. It's, I remember the that's scene. That's like the first I, season of Futurama. I don't remember it well enough to quote it. Is the problem? Uh, 
Ha ha! I remember that part now. <laughs> uh, this lazy, this lady, oh, this lazy, mm, this lady is fucking crazy. A little bit. Th- threatening to stab people. I believe later the two pastors were like, uh, yeah, she was joking. Ah, uh, she's just like that, you know? To be fair, oh, yeah, though, this, this sort of thing's kind of a precedent that's been set by a president, when you think about it. Because didn't Trump, when he was running for president, say something about how he could shoot a guy on Main Street or something? Fifth Avenue. Shoot a guy, yeah, that was he. He could shoot a guy on Fifth Avenue, and it, he wouldn't even suffer any consequences for it. Yeah, we, we do not mention the orange one who shall not be named on this podcast. Anyway, Bethany, you were saying words. What you got for us? Okay, so in um, some news out of the UK, a judge is to decide whether or not a man can, a man and wife of 20 years can keep having sex. Read on, the headline is a bit misleading. A specialist court judge could soon decide whether a man can continue to have sex with his wife of more than 20 years. The woman has learning difficulties, and council officials have claimed there is evidence her current mental health means she no longer has the capacity to make decisions about sexual consent. Social services bosses have, res- have uh, with responsibility for her care have asked the court of protection where issues involving people who lack the capacity to make key decisions are heard to consider the case uh, lawyers representing the unnamed counsel have suggested a judge might have to issue an order barring the man from having sex with his wife to prevent her from being raped uh, mr justice hayden because that's what we call judges over here we call them mr or miss justice whatever the name is, uh, has considered all the issues in the unusual case at a preliminary hearing in London. The judge was told that the man has offered to give an undertaking not to have sex with his wife, but the judge said he wanted to examine evidence in more detail and hear arguments from lawyers representing the woman, her husband, and the counsel involved before making any decisions. The judge said the man might be put in a situation where he could face prison if he breached an order on sexual consent. He also suggested that any such order would be difficult to police. I cannot think of any more obviously fundamental human right than the right of a man to have sex with his wife, he said. I think he is entitled to have it properly argued. A full hearing is expected to take place in the near future. Mr. Justice Hayden said the couple involved could be could not be identified in media reports of the case. Okay, and vomit. Uh, uh, you don't have right to your wife sex no 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 you don't no no this is this <sighs> i mean I, I but this is the sort of thing that a lot i think a lot of british people particularly british um skeptics and atheists uh, like to get a bit smug about oh how we're so much better than the americans this is the sort of this is the sort of thing you'd hear out of um out of like a, a, a court in the bible belt or something where a judge is saying that a man is entitled legally entitled to sex with his wife but no no we have this sort of thing here and this man was not invoking god to do this sort of thing he was just saying it's a fundamental human right so yeah this sort of um misogyny and treating women as property it's not necessarily a religious thing in fact i'm inclined to think that religions have that in them because society is like that well i think i think it's even in a lot of secular um countries that are primarily secular like uh the uh britain Mm -hmm. that it's ingrained from religion, not the other way around. Uh, because we had this, we had this idea of women being property since 
uh, monotheism started becoming popular in the Middle East and, you know, made its way across the continent into Europe, which Britain's not going to be part of Europe sometime soon or not. No. Well, hey, Larry, guess where I am right now? Europe. Yes, I'm still in the EU. <laughs> For now. Good. <laughs> oh, Theresa May wants an extension until June 30th, and uh, the uh, the European Parliament wants an even longer extension. I heard something about a flextension. Flextension? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, well, Theresa May would want a flextension. Just, that doesn't have to do with Brexit. Yeah, I think that the, this kind of misogyny is rooted in, in religious bias, because before a lot of those monotheists, the, the Christian Judeo and Islam took over in the Middle East, women weren't always properties. They, they property rather. They could, uh, be rulers. They could be property owners. And then these kind of Christian like and Islam like and Jewish like religions took over. And that's when women started to really become property and less than. In a lot of ancient cultures, women had more equal rights than they do now. That's true. Ancient Rome, before, before it was Christianized, women could have, um, a a lot, a lot more, a lot more um, rights than they had later on. But I do. Wasn't Sparta like that too? I don't know. Possibly. They, they, I, I'm not they sure. Were, they were. I struggle to believe that even if they had rights, that they were like treated nicely. Oh no! I mean, I mean, I mean they didn't yeah. have anything resembling equality. I'm not going that far either. But yeah, but I, I believe this kind of attitude is just remnants of religiosity staying in a culture. Possibly. Hmm. I'm not sure about that though. I think it might be a chicken and an egg situation. Yeah, I was going to say, so what came first, the chicken or the misogyny? <laughs> so, Amy, what you got for us? Oh, my God. Ian, ghost meth, ghost, oh. Ghost methers. Ghost methers. Who ain't got no teeth? News. Look out, Florida man. Here comes Louisiana man. Who believed that lying to the cops that a ghost planted meth in his dwelling... Uh, so what happened? Michael Ottenberry, 60, called in an assault, saying that he got axed in the head. And when the police arrived, there was no assault and no half-scold man. But what they did see was a gram of meth just kind of sitting there on the end table where anyone can see it. Cops don't like that, or the cops do like that. Uh, and the cops were like, hey, man, is that meth? And he was like, uh and then they searched him, and they found another gram of meth on him. Uh-oh. And he was like, yeah, oh yeah, that meth. Uh, Ottenberry was like, nah, dude, that was a ghost. They planted it there and then ran out the back window. A ghost ran out the back window. Yes. A ghost framed me. Yes. Uh, it's not mine, man. I'm just holding it for my ghost buddy. <laughs> uh, not buying that, the A-Cab Scooby crew took Michael away to the pokey. <laughs> and he later admitted or pled guilty, that it wasn't a g -g 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 ghost <laughs> Maybe it was the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Screw ACAB, all ghosts are bastards. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest Leave with you, even if it was a ghost, he's not going to be able to argue that one in court because they don't allow spectral evidence. Probably uh, a good thing, probably. Uh, yeah, um... <laughs> Fucking of all the excuses to use, I I just I a fucking ghost. It just blows my mind. Like you have to be so freaking high to think that that's gonna work. Well, given he was on meth, I don't know if you need to be high or not. I'm not even gonna try and guess that substance here. Well, we know the substance. It was meth. Yep. <laughs> uh, and a lot of it. Two grams of meth. Where did he get the money for that? 
from his ghost buddy. They robbed a bank because the ghost could just float in, open mm-hmm. the. I the guess. ghost works hard over at the ghost mines, so mining for other ghosts. So what? Um, what ghost rules are we operating under here? Is this the rules where the ghost can touch things or where they can't? I'm guessing they must be able well, to touch things, otherwise the ghost couldn't plant the meth. So we're going by Patrick Swayze rules then. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have exactly. To tie really hard. Or maybe poltergeist rules. Yes. Yeah. It's definitely a poltergeist. Okay. So William, what you got for? What's that saying about, like, being your brother's keeper? Does anybody know? I am not my brother's keeper. Okay. It's perfect for this dude or these dudes because my news is about a judge in Brazil having to order twins, both of them to pay child support. So literally, I guess one of them is not the brother? Well, maybe... They are each other's keepers? I don't know. (laughs) Anyway. They're They're each other's kids' keepers, I think. Something like that. So the situation is that the mom of the little baby had a fling with one of them, and she wasn't sure which one it was. This sounds like a 1980s sitcom with the evil twin. <laughs> Not sitcom, soap opera. <laughs> Porno. Porno. I don't know about you all, but I probably would have tried to fuck both of them, but that's ah, just like a they're whole brothers. different They're brothers. Fantasy. Oh my god. Ew. They don't have to fuck uh, each other if they don't want still, to. Still, still. Maybe not at the same time. That would be it weird. It have to be at the same time. Okay, uh, I accept that. <laughs> <laughs> I just, mm, that's like kind of sexy and weird, right? Ah! So anyway, neither one of them would admit who it was. So, I mean, I obviously one of them knows. I'm wondering if they confided in each other, but obviously one of them knows. Or she knows that she fucked both of them. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, why buy the milk when you can fuck them both for free? So, I guess the idea that they have is that they were probably thinking, oh, well, if we don't say which one of us will get out of paying child support, which <laughs> comes back to, like, being my brother's keeper, I guess, or something. It sounds like honor among thieves to me. Yeah. So the judge did what the judge had to do. The judge chastised the twins um, for being really bad and depriving, depriving, depriving the baby of knowing their father ordered them both to pay child support and put them both on the birth certificate. (laughs) Wow. Oh, damn. (laughs) So it's not all doom and gloom in Brazil then, if there are judges like that. I (laughs) I think it's funny. Oh, that is funny. I like oh, it. Oh, 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 and I forgot they did a DNA test, but it, like, they, it came back, like, the same. Well, yeah, because yeah, the twin tell. brothers, the twin brothers, the DNA is going to be far too close. Yep. Are they, they're twins but or I thought clones? Even twins had, like, slightly different no. DNA. I'm not a biologist, so I wouldn't be able to say. I'm not going to claim either way. I have yeah. no fucking clue. They're clones. Fuck them. <laughs> Both of them are paying child support, and they deserve it for their misogyny. Well, I only want to fuck them if they're hot. There's no pictures. <laughs> I knew I knew uh, a set of twins in high school that would like switch schedules just to see if the teachers could tell them apart. <laughs> and they always That's funny. They always fucking got away with it. Yeah. One time I was in New Orleans and I freaked out cuz I saw these twins that were also dressed the same and I and they were walking around and I was like, "Oh my god, what the fuck?" 
Did I just step into a scene from The Shining? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is that? That's Bloody Sunday. I don't know what that means. I don't uh, either. Come play Sunday, with us. Sunday, Bloody Sunday. Come play with us. Come play I with us. Sing. Come play with us, Johnny. These ones looked French, which would make sense in New Orleans, because it's like French. Or oh, the, if they're French twins, then they'll both fuck you at the same time. No worries. <laughs> Wow. I hope y'all are ready for some horrible Polish. Uh-oh. Maybe they'll share cigarettes Ugh. after. We are not as bad as the Polish. Yeah. Oh, oh no, that's, that's German. I, uh, oh, no, that's not what I mean at all. In Pieper's only Google Google Translate, help me. What are these Pieps, weird words? Pieperzone ma mawe kisowski o wonante bibli walsatske zibigotami news. Some Polish priests prickishly performed a book burning. So, Woo. The group, calling itself the SMS from, from Heaven Foundation, possibly because of that one time God told them to fuck off over a text message, posted a video to their Facebook page where a priest and two young boys threw a bunch of books into a fire pit. I was gonna make a pederasty joke, but the article is far more scathing than I ever could be, so I'll just read this line. Good role models in Poland haven't always been easy to find. 382 Catholic clerics have sexually abused 625 children since 1990. I hope y'all weren't thinking this book-burning bullshit was an exclusively foreign phenomenon, though. Some groups, including the New Mexico-based Alamogordo Community Church, have held their own little public displays of proud small-mindedness. God damn, I know J.K. Rowling's a turf, but ain't this a bit extreme? Uh, what I find so ironic about this is this is a book burning in Poland. I mean, didn't Poland get royally fucked by the Nazis during the Second World War? Yes. The Nazis. What are they famous for doing before the war? Book burning. I thought so. Yes, and um, what exactly, like some small town Polish preacher burning Harry Potter book? Harry Potter. Hmm. Harry Potter. Hmm. <laughs> Harry Potter books? What kind of impact is that going to have on a Harry Potter? It's like, we'll just travel an hour to the next town and get one of 70 copies from that bookstore? Also, ebooks exist. Here's the thing about book burning. Once upon a time, it was a way that you could eradicate knowledge. Um, the Nazis have a lot to answer for, for destroying um, a lot of um, early information about transgender studies yeah yeah transgender studies from like the 1920s and such because there was like Weimar republic right uh possibly my my uh, german history is a little bit fuzzy um in the interwar think, period but there was, was berlin there was a major college of um sexual studies in germany that um they had an awful lot of their books destroyed and back then that was a way that you could eradicate knowledge and it's taken decades to recover that information but nowadays, burning books doesn't do anything because, I mean, the information is out there. You can burn as many Harry Potter books as you want. You could burn uh, every Harry Potter book. They're still, they, Your Honor, I object. They exist in digital format now. You're, yep. you're never going to get rid, unless you burn the internet, and I imagine some priests would like to do that. Well, only because the evidence of their pederasty exists on the internet. Huh. Colonel Pilgrim! And evidence contrary to their book. Their book that they won't burn. Well, yeah. it's it, it doesn't burn. It's protected. Is it really? protected by the power of Jesus? Jesus. Mormon underwear protects it. Yes. Garments protect it. <laughs> yes. I I have like um some Pentecostal relatives that like really hated Harry Potter like when it came out, like what, fifteen years ago or something? I wouldn't have been surprised if like some of them had burned. Nineteen ninety seven. 1997. Oh. 1997 oh. is when the first Oh, then I read it 15 years ago because I was only 10 in 1997 because I'm old. 
I was only 11. I was 19. I just graduated high school the year before. <laughs> I was seven. <laughs> oh, I'm not the oldest one or the young one. That makes me so happy. Same. Not only that, but I was fucking married at the time. And you were married fucking like as well. Eh, and maybe not. Gosh, I never. I hope I wasn't fucking at the time. I would hope not. Well, well I definitely wasn't. All right, Bethany, what you got? Okay, a bit more, a bit of levity this time. A water leak in Parliament prompted the closure of the Commons and a flood of metaphors. <laughs> the Commons, the, the House of Commons. It's uh, where the, um, it, well, it's where the. Um, I know. <laughs> it's kind of like Congress. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of like the House because the House the elected one. Right? It's the elected one. The unelected one yeah, is the House of it, Lords. It's like the rich people who look inbred. <laughs> no, that's the royalty. That's the. <laughs> The House of Lords shit gets passed down. Some of those people look hella inbred. I'm sorry, but they do. Well, that uh, that would depend on the lordships. Um, <laughs> I've looked at pictures. I'm not just completely pulling this out of my butt. Like I've researched it and looked at pictures, and some of them terrified me. <laughs> well, generally speaking, generally speaking, the lords are kind of terrifying. But um, thankfully, they don't have nearly as much power as they used to. Anyway, oh, thank God. Britain is in the midst of a political crisis with tensions inside Parliament and throughout the country running high as the clock ticks down to Brexit. Although the clock seems to be getting longer and longer all the time, which I'm fine with. Um, so it isn't ideal timing for a plumbing fault. The House of Commons was forced to suspend its sitting on Thursday when water leaked through the roof into the chamber during a debate. Lawmakers referenced the problem and looked nervously upwards as they discussed a tax issue before the Deputy Speaker announced that Parliament would close for business early. Not the first time there's been a leak in Parliament, MP Ross Thompson tweeted alongside a picture of the water, and there is a picture here. It's glorious. It's like a shower from the ceiling, the, the water <laughs> leaking through. At first, I thought it was the cables that the microphones hang off, but it, it's not. It's the water leaking down. That's that's a very British description of leaking. It's it's like... It's, that's, it's fucking pissing water it is. into the... It's raining in the House of Commons. Yeah, that's not a leak. A leak is drip, 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 not <laughs> 17 separate little waterfalls. Poseidon had a bit too much beer. The Palace of Westminster, rebuilt in the mid-19th century, has been, a has been in structural decline for decades. And Hold up. And leaks throughout the estate are relatively common. This was news to me. I'd never heard this before. But Thursday's leak, which was audible during the debate, led to an inevitable flood of wisecracks from politicians and journalists who spent recent months wading through a period of upheaval in the Commons that has seen lawmakers deadlocked over how to resolve Britain's Brexit crisis. The I, puns are deep. I know, I know, like the water on the floor. Uh -huh. <laughs> I hope I can complete my speech before rain stops play said uh, Labour MP Justin Mathers <laughs> as he began speaking that's a cricket reference there uh-huh I think oh, there is <laughs> yeah yeah you see because because cricket is a gentleman's sport when it starts raining they stop playing of course but I was just thinking <laughs> it was just a sweet turn of phrase like we're gonna have to stop playing I mean working I didn't realize that it was like a sports thing <laughs> no no it's a, it's, a, it's a cricket reference because because the people in the commons are very, very English. Um, I think there is probably some kind of symbol about how many people view how broken our Parliament is, he added. Uh, somebody might say there is a leak in Parliament at the moment, added the Deputy Speaker, Lindsay Hoyle, who was presiding over the debate. I'm sure many Cabinet meetings have similar difficulties, Maddus quipped back. And there's a 
MP Matt Chorley. I, I, actually, I don't know if that's an MP, but there's a Matt Chorley tweet here saying uh, the Times office on the roof of Parliament has been accepting leaks for some time. Again, I don't know if this is an MP, but there's a Kate McCann saying there are real fears about asbestos, hidden electrical faults, fire safety and access. I could go on. I love Parliament. It's an amazing place to work, but it really is falling apart. And now the actual chamber can't sit because of a leak. A number of colleagues have got stuck in lifts, which despite the best efforts of staff regularly break down, the lose block on a daily basis and water pressure often drops meaning they can't be used for hours at a time uh lose are bathrooms for the uh, americans yeah the loo is the toilet <laughs> yep. we know uh... i'm not talking to you william i'm talking to the world we're talking well, said we know we're talking to the, the dear me. listeners the, the americans who don't know <laughs> several which is most of them honestly <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, but yeah. Several political reporters who spend their time chasing a different kind of leak, they're really getting a lot of mileage out of that joke, aren't they? <laughs> also took the opportunity to point out the maintenance issues facing the palace. And the Commons press office was quick to reassure those inside the estate about contents of the leak. Um, their tweet says, we would like to clarify that this was not a sewage leak. The leak was urgently de- <laughs> the leak was urgently dealt with and has now been isolated. The House of Commons maintenance team is currently assessing the damage. Uh, England's already had one great stink. They don't really need another. Well, did you ah, know the the Thames. the Thames used to be called the stink? That's right, because all the sewage yes. in London used to go there. And see, you can learn things through podcasts sometimes. Yes. I heard that on Citation Needed. Uh, not to I give them a plug. I did too. I heard that. <laughs> I heard that from some history documentary because I'm from the UK. <laughs> Are you really? We couldn't tell. Well, believe it or not, dear listeners, despite my very convincing American accent, I am, in fact, from the UK. Wow. Uh, Your accent is amazing. (laughs) Me at all. Lawmakers are due to move out of the Palace of Westminster in the next decade to allow essential repairs to take place. As a national icon and UNESCO World Heritage Site, its renovation represents a hugely complex and costly operation. What up? Yeah, I think Guy Fawkes <laughs> might have had the right idea, to be quite honest with you. Um, and I'm I'm not all that concerned if they do it uh, while Parliament's in session or not. Um, but a report issued in September 2016 by a special joint committee of MPs and members of the House of Lords warned of an impending crisis that could not be responsibly ignored. The leak may not be the most unusual thing that happened in Parliament this week. On Monday, a group of topless protesters glued themselves to the public viewing chamber while MPs debated Brexit before eventually being detached <laughs> and removed by police. <laughs> I, saw, moving, I, I saw pictures of that. To- I saw pictures of that. That was great. I'm moving to fucking Europe. I uh... they don't let anybody in, honey. And uh, oh yeah. no, no, we let Americans into the UK. Oh really? I'm coming. Mm-hmm. Well, no, you you missed. I was dating a British guy. I can just like marry my way in, right? I think it's a little more complicated than that. Oh well, but it's easy. The UK really doesn't like to let anybody in. I've looked into it, but it's. I think it's a little bit easier for Americans to get here than than some people. But don't hold me to that. Honestly, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't know much about immigration into the UK because I don't need to emigrate here. I mean, I'm white, so it's probably just easier for me to do everything. Yeah, let's be honest. It probably is. Um, on Wednesday, there was a political drama in the chamber with the speaker having to break a tied vote for the first time in decades. Uh, the com- was not due to sit on Friday, that being the day of recording, so the leak brought one of the more surreal weeks in recent parliamentary history to an abrupt end. Now, I'd just like to say, maybe if MPs spent less time um, 
voting to increase their own salary. The UK government would have some money to put some proper maintenance into the uh, into the Palace of Westminster. Just saying. That sounds Maybe. Or... Blow it up. Or, yes, <laughs> blow it up. Can we not advocate for blowing up Parliament on my podcast, please? I am not. I have a really important question, though. We're not advocating. We're just saying it's an option. Yes, we're not. I'm not advocating for the, the destruction or the blowing up of any UNESCO uh, sites. I'm just saying that we could blow it up. No, seriously, no. <laughs> I need nope. to know something. How old? How old is that building? Like five hundred years? No, it's actually quite recent. The uh, the, mo- oh. the modern Palace of Westminster. It's uh, it's more recent than the U.S. Capitol building, the White House. I looked this up oh. earlier. The uh, Palace of Westminster. There was a, a building built there um, in like oh. the eleventh um, century, but that was burnt down um, during the London Fire in like <laughs> eight. <laughs> Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, you know what I mean, you know what I mean? (laughs) There was a a big fire in London in 1834, and that burnt down the original palace. The new palace was built between, get this, it was built between 1840 and 1876. How does it take them that long to build one building? Sounds like Pennsylvania. I mean, here's the thing, the US Capitol building is like a million times bigger than than the Westminster Palace, and... That only took like eight years to build, but then stra- well, strangely, the White House took slaves. the White House took like nine years to build, and that's a lot smaller than the U.S. Capitol building. I don't understand well, how how these things work. We had slaves. <laughs> Stop. That is we did. No, that, Why should we ignore that? that? That is entirely true. The I I suppose the Palace of Westminster was not built by slaves. That is true. Um, anyway, uh, moving on. Amy, what you got for your next story? The White House, I don't think, was built with slaves either. But anyway, I think it was actually. Oh really? I believe. Well, so. I'm Amer- I'm American. We don't know our own history, let alone anybody else's. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm sorry, can I say something really fast? I did once meet someone who thought that, like, Ireland was Finland and Finland was Ireland on the map, and I was just like, I don't think I can talk to you. Well, isn't it somewhere over there next to West Korea? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, Amy. It just reminded me of that. Oh, my God. Finland and Ireland are... mm. Mm. They're not that far apart, but jeez. They're not that far apart on a fucking map, but they're that far apart. I mean, they're much closer than we are to either one, but yeah. We're closer to Ireland than we are to Finland. Well, yeah, but I'm saying those two are like closer together than we are to Ireland. Well, yeah, but never mind. Anyway. (laughs) In why the ever-loving fire fuck does this shit-ass baby boomer still have a job news? Uh Uh-oh. Oh. <sighs> Jeremy motherfucking Clarkson once again entering the headlines for casual transphobia. If you are not familiar with Hare Clarkson, the longtime former, he got fired for starting a riot in South America, Top Gear host, now Grand Tour host, is a longtime automotive commentator. That's why I person- know his name. He's such a dick. Right? Yes, right. Why am I not surprised Jeremy Clarkson started a riot somewhere? It's, it's interesting how he got fired for starting a riot... But he didn't get fired for punching somebody on the set of Top Gear. <laughs> Hold on, what? Oh. Yes, he did. Uh, and he made homophobic jokes all through Top Gear's run, too. Yep. I mean, all through. All through it. Oh, God. Yeah, my dad used to watch Top Gear all the time, so I saw a lot of it growing up. Um, I've seen all of Top Gear. 
And there was one time back in 2011 when there were teachers protesting over, the, you know, how little they were being paid and what a ridiculously low pay increase they were getting that year. And he was all like, oh, well, if it was me, I would have them all taken out and shot. Yeah, and he lives in, uh, or he was living in um, the Isle of Man at the time. Oh, so not paying haven. any taxes. Yeah, he wasn't paying any taxes any fucking way. <sighs> Anyways, <laughs> yes, do continue. Jeremy, Jeremy motherfucking Clarkson, luckily for us, his brand of humor was exported to the world. On the show that is streaming on Amazon, he and the rest of the crew were in Mongolia when a car got trapped in a cold river. When Clarkson went into the river to do something, he reported that, quote, Holy shit, I just had a transgender operation. What? You may facepalm now. I'll wait. Wait, what happened? I'm so confused. He went into the river. His dick shrank because of the cold water. And that, he reported, was, Holy shit, I just had a transgender operation. So his dick became No, that's because it was small to begin with, sweetie. So, so, so his dick became an innie? My dick just shrank two inches and now there's only none left. <laughs> there, there is now a black hole where my penis used to be uh... and then Neil deGrasse Tyson comes out of nowhere well actually a black hole only <laughs> <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson was he cleared of sexual harassment I don't remember I don't I don't really remember myself I don't think he was cleared so much as nothing really ever came of it yeah I know he's going back to work but I don't think he was actually cleared mm. anyways uh, this is not of course, we stated earlier the first time that Clarkson has made headlines. Earlier in the series, he called co-host Jer uh, Hammond's car gay <sighs> and has stated before the parents... What is he, 12? Yes. And he stated before that the parents that support their trans kids are poisoning their minds. And I'm sure there's more. Okay, fuck this guy. It no, wow. don't fuck this guy. He doesn't deserve a good fucking... You know what? And he's not a twin. And he's not pretty. <laughs> He's not. No. James May. Now, I would fuck James May just because I like like how he talks and he's Captain Slow. And I watched his hobby show where they were like he built life-size model airplanes and shit. And it was just wonderful. I like his name. Richard Hammond. I'm just I imagine that if you went on a date with him, he would just talk about his teeth. <laughs> Does he have teeth? Very white teeth. Contrary to popular uh, belief, British wait, people British? don't have terrible teeth. Yes, he is British. And yes, British people don't have terrible teeth because they have universal health care. It doesn't cover dentistry. Oh. You, really? Mm -hmm. You have to pay for dentistry. A lot of them don't. It depend, it, how much your dental work will cost depends on where you are. There's a lot of it that's subsidized in like Scotland. So it's not that. It's not as expensive in Scotland as it is in England. But yeah, dentistry is not covered on the NHS, unfortunately. Does it get covered for children? I don't believe so. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm not 100% sure. I think if you're a poor child here, you're like, Medicaid will come. I know if you're unemployed and you're claiming Job Seekers Allowance, I think your dentistry's covered then. Seekers Yeah, it's, um, it's, a, it's a benefit that's paid to people who are unemployed on the condition that they are actively seeking work. Do they have to qualify, like, like prove that they didn't get fired for, like, a student? Um... The condition for receiving it if they have uh, recently left work is that they didn't leave work voluntarily, so they have to have been fired. 
It's just like unemployment in the U.S. Well, I was fired and I couldn't get it because they were like blaming me for this dude being all like queerphobic. Well, you should have argued the fact. I think it's... I couldn't. It was a whole thing. I think it's... I had no proof. I I don't think... I I think um, if you were sacked for a reason, even if it was completely your fault, you would still qualify for it because you still got sacked. You didn't leave your work voluntarily. Wow, that's generous. Some some states in the United States are like that as well. Some Mm. states aren't. I I will never work in that state again. (laughs) So this has been Human Tolerant News. Take it from here, Bethany. So, Amy, William, where can people go to hear the two ginger snaps? Any podcatcher of your choice. Uh, Or you can find us on Facebook, the Twitter, or Instagram. Uh, Yeah. Awesome. You can find links to the Ginger Snaps podcast and our stories in the show notes. This podcast is proud to have been produced by Marissa Lennox McCool. We hope y'all have a great day. Y'all have a good day. You come back now, you hear? I pooped. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for sharing. I didn't find any twin. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.